are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood-Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey, you're listening to the Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from the Alliance to Zul'jin the Troll. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. A lot of news to go over, as usual. But first, let's uh, do some stuff we've been checking out. And I'll tell you right now, I haven't checked out anything. I've been busy with car problems, which no one wants to hear about. Getting that one out of the gate right now. That's right. Right right out of the gate. You basically did a not it right out of the gate. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I haven't really been doing a whole lot either. I finished King's Quest, and it still is great. And uh, I got to write a review. So, you know, opinions on that forthcoming. I played a little bit of Splatoon because the new update dropped last night, and I got a couple rounds in. I heard it was a pretty big update. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, 40 new gear items, uh, new weapon. Well, they did two new weapons, but you know there's more coming. Mm-hmm. Always. Because, they, yeah, they like to they really like They release a weapon, like, every, like, two days. Yeah. But the the two that they released are new kinds that yeah. weren't in the game before. One of them is just a bucket. <laughs> that throws paint. Yeah, that throws paint. And it is a pain in the butt. Like, <laughs> I guess because it's new, I don't know how to deal with it in-game, but I was just getting destroyed by this freaking bucket. <laughs> and the other one's a Gatling gun called the Splatling gun, which I bought, but I haven't used in-game yet. Mm-hmm. It works kind of like a charger where you have to charge it up, but after you fire it, it shoots for a good, you know, couple seconds of ink everywhere. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of weird. Like, when I play shooter games, a lot of times I fall back on, like, the mini guns. Yeah, me too. I was always a heavy weapons guy in Team Fortress. Oh, I know, right? Which is basically what this gun is. I mean, you can keep the barrel spinning like the heavy weapons guy gun. Do you walk slower with it? Yeah, a lot slower. (laughs) Okay. They raised the uh, level cap too, right? Yeah, it went from 20 to 50, which is a huge bump. Jeez! A lot bigger than I thought, which doesn't affect me because i'm level 15 <laughs> samantha though is level 20 oh she is yeah oh wow the, she, she squids better than you yeah well she plays it during the day and Your work yeah while i'm at work <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the kids play uh, i'm guessing is <laughs> oh so you're saying she's not good she's just playing against kids i know she's good too <laughs> but you're gonna win more often and get more points when you're playing against children yeah <laughs> But uh, it, it's cool. Uh, I'm excited to spend more time with it. I'm glad. I'm glad they're keeping it fresh to keep people wanting yeah. to play. They've done a really good job keeping it interesting. Normally, like a Nintendo game like this, you know, however many months later it is, I probably would have lost interest and moved on to something else. But I'm still playing it, which says something. I'm glad that it's uh, free updates. Yeah. It's not DLC. I think they, like, saw how much the, how much the collective world i should say or just the internet as a whole hates like the pay dlc like racket i've seen people on the internet complaining that a lot of the content was already on the disc and it's like so you're not paying for it this is true yeah they're just trickling it out to keep you interested and keep people talking about the game which makes perfect sense yeah, and I, mean, I would prefer that instead of them just dumping it all out at once and saying go nuts because it'll yeah, get cause, old. Cause right. every, yeah, because everyone will hit that top level and have all the best gear and whatnot, and then it's a ghost town. Yeah. Like every other game out there. 
Nintendo apparently paid a lot of attention to how online communities work and uh, for these games and and figured out the best way to do it. And it works. I do love the fact that they are giving so much love to this uh, to this IP. Yeah. Well, it was they're, a huge hit for them. They're really trying. Yeah. It's already sold like over a million copies, which for a Wii U game, that's really good. <laughs> it's more squids to pop. Yeah. I I watched like the first 45 minutes of a documentary about Star Wars toys. It's on Hulu the other day. It was a plastic galaxy. <laughs> okay. It was interesting when they would talk about Kenner and the business of it and the design of the figures. But other than that, it's a bunch of uh, weirdo white guys talking about their Star Wars toys. <laughs> <laughs> this one is really important to me because of this boring story I'm going to tell you about when I was a kid. And like... Just like, no, no, it's not entertaining. As it's not necessarily entertaining, but it's important to them. Yeah, yeah. But it's not important to me, so I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I'm a toy collector, and I don't talk about my toys at all. Yeah, because it's boring to other people, you know. Yeah, there's a guy I work with. Um, I, I talk to you sometimes. He, he collects. Uh, Star Wars Black is like his crack, and uh, we'll sometimes have little conversations about stuff, especially when like. Um, comic-con was happening and they were revealing all the new stuff and whatnot if you can find like-minded people i guess yeah yeah which i i mean i like star wars toys but i don't like weirdos telling me about something not important i wish i could think of a good anecdote from it but i i've blocked it out (laughs) (laughs) did you ever remember um mtv had that real life show the true life your true life whatever yeah they had one. It was like I'm I'm embarrassed by my parents or something, and I remember the 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 one kid there. He's not really a kid. He was older, pre you know pre late teen, pre adult, whatever. Uh, his dad was huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> Made like little fan movies and stuff, and had like a room like dedicated to like his Star Wars collection. And he would like show it to his friends, and he'd be so embarrassed. But by the end of their segment or whatever, they went to a convention together and met up with the 501st and actually kind of had a bonding moment about, like, like cosplay and the fandom as a, as a whole. It was interesting. I think the only thing I really – the only reason I really remember it is because of Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> honestly. A lot of them was like they'll tell this personal story and be like, Wasn't, isn't that funny? And it's like, no, that was kind of sad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. Way to be Debbie Downers. I did a couple things. I've been watching the new season of Rick and Morty. Morty! <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that, too. I'm more than caught up. I know, I know. But I've been watching as they come out, rather than finding the leaks. But uh, so far, I'm enjoying it, of the two episodes they've had. Um, first episode was great. Yeah, the first one was really good. The second one, I thought, was just okay. The first one like leaves off like right where the first season left off. Or picks up right where the the first season left off with the world still frozen in time. Oh, okay. With them fixing the house from the from the the Rick uh, house party. <laughs> they did the Rick dance. Yeah. <laughs> that song has been stuck in my head. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the, the Rick, Rick dance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's still uh, towing the line of like it did before, where it's pretty uh, offensive at times or just dark. <laughs> Yeah. You know, in the first one, you had, like, the alien or entity or whatever that could see time or whatever. It's always really good sci-fi stuff, too. Oh, I know, right? 
Like they could be lazy and just have dumb gags, but they actually there's actually some decent sci-fi writing, like Futurama has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like or had. They're actually like cons- like this season particularly. They seem to be showing you a a greater galactic uh, community with the way, especially with the second episode. Was the second is the second one the one with the Jerry daycare? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Bree. Yeah, Jerry Bree. It's where all the universe's Ricks take all the universe's Jerry's when they end up going on a... When Jerry sneaks his way into an adventure, they drop him off at Jerry Bree. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because uh, other Ricks have told our Rick that uh, Jerry's don't survive more than five minutes off Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so stupid, dude. Like, it's like like the, the nurse Elaine is, like, really... um patronizing oh look at you you're a handsome boy you come here in a spaceship <laughs> um and they and like the, the 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 area where all the jerry's are there's like like a ball pit there's a slide that looks like summer there's a costume mascot that looks like beth yeah <laughs> hey jerry hey beth who wants to watch Midnight Run with the director's commentary? The first one there gets to adjust the picture setting. The factory settings are always too high. And they all go running. Uh, there's a group of Jerry's that um, live there because their Ricks and Mortys never came to pick them up. <laughs> but they don't leave because they're Jerry's. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's one guy. I can't remember his name, but he's not a Jerry. He's from a parallel dimension where Beth remarries. <laughs> <laughs> but he tells Rick, he's like, I don't overstep, overstep my bounds with Morty. A, Mort, a son needs his father, but I'm I'm there from when he needs me. <laughs> <laughs> like the Jerry subplot was actually just was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was dumb, but it was interesting. Um, like he leaves too. Like yeah, for, yeah. He's like, I'm leaving. And the nurse is like, okay, fine. Like it's <laughs> that, not was always al- yeah. that was always allowed. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to the other Jerry's about escaping. He's like, we can leave whenever we want, but we stay because we're Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> he gives that in the real world, world and it's too scary. It's oh, yeah. Back. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's like all these aliens and like monsters. I think there's a Cronenberg at some point. <laughs> he, he just can't handle it and he comes back. And like when he comes back, all the other Jerry's are like, messing with tvs <laughs> like they're trying to get the stereo to go through like the sound to go through a stereo rather than the tv and they're like they're all doing it on different tvs <laughs> and they're like are you the one that left and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but then like the the the, the rick and morty sub subplot sub plot sorry was all about the morality of rick sells a gun to a to a hitman Kerbopulous michael yeah. His name. Yep. Kerbopolis Michael, <laughs> yeah. and he's he's so yeah. upbeat. Yeah. I'm Kerbop- I'm Kerbopolis Michael. Uh, your grandpa sells me guns that I use to kill people. <laughs> I love killing. If you ever need anybody killed, old people, children, pets, I have no morality. I just love killing. <laughs> and he hands him like a business card. It has like a like his Twitter handle and stuff on it. <laughs> and it's like him like giving like a thumbs up or about as much a thumbs up as a bug guy can do. That's he looks a lot. Like the bug, um, the bug, uh... That was me. Sorry, I can't put my phone on silent anymore. Why, it just vibrates weird? Well, no, it just doesn't do anything. The oh. switch does nothing. Oh, oh, wow. More updates on my haunted phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he looks like the uh, the bug people from the, the first episode of Rick and Morty from the first season when they went, like, through the space airport. The robots, Morty. <laughs> 
<laughs> shoot them. It's okay to shoot them. They're robots. Ah, my leg. Oh, what, what about his wife and kids? You said they were robots. It was a metaphor. <laughs> They're bureaucrats, Morty. I don't respect them. <laughs> uh, I need to get caught up on Rick and Morty. You know, I watched the whole first season. I got to get caught up on this. Like I said, it's, it's only two episodes in. It's real easy to... Oh, good. Three um, if you're a yeah. filthy pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, um, and it's all about uh, Morty says screw... Oh, the whole reason that Rick sold K. Michael... Yeah, it was like populous Michael. Yeah, it was like his hashtag or his hashtag was like K Michael kills. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he uh, the reason the reason he sold the gun to the hitman was to get enough money, space monies, um, to go to an arcade. Oh yeah, it's like a it's Bits like a, and chintz or something. Yeah, blips and chips. Yeah, it's basically like a, a like a Dave and Buster's in space. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, there's a Mesix in the background. Oh yeah, showing a guy how to get like a top score in a video game, and then like the guy like starts cheering, and then the and then the Mesix disappears because he fulfilled his purpose. Nice. I still think Mesix and Destroy is like my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, that's really a really good, good episode. If, if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, and you what best how to describe it um and you're not easily offended if you're not a child if you're not easily (laughs) offended give it a shot it's it's a quality animated show i mean if when you really get down to the the grim of it it's it's the best thing that adult swim has had since like their original lineup of like aqua teen and stuff oh yeah i mean it's old school uh, adult swim greatness yeah which is ending Aqua Teen is, is ending. This is their last season. Really? Yeah, yeah and it's really funny because this arc is called Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever. <laughs> I thought Aqua Teen Hunger Force ended years ago. No. It's no this, this I kept their, thinking that too, but no. Yeah, this, this is, is their it. final This is their final final season. Huh. Other uh, things I've checked out, uh, the fact that we got on a rant about this, was a game called Dirty Bomb. I've heard about this game. Yeah, it's a team-based, class-based. Um, first. It's a lot like Team Fortress 2. Uh, you have different characters that have different skills of what they do. And, and the title's real edgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in a, a radiated London, England oh. in the future. After, like, a dirty bomb attack. Basically, there are mercenaries that you complete uh, tasks and get paid for them. Like, blowing up this thing or stealing this thing. And another team of mercenaries is trying to stop you. Not as much fun as fighting over gravel pits, but the <laughs> the map designs are interesting. The classes are kind of interesting. Everybody has, like, a special ability they can activate. Uh, there's, like, one guy. His name's, like, Rhino or something, and he runs around the shotgun unless you hit your special button, and then you pull out a minigun. And, and we've uh, established we both really like miniguns. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've racked up amazing kills with it. Uh, there's there it, It's a lot like Team Fortress. I mean, there's a guy that spawns turrets. Though you can't seem to make them any stronger. Huh. But there are, you can get cards from lockboxes that you get assigned to you, and that allows you to get different loadouts for the different characters. But to unlock different characters, you have to either wait to like a free character weekend or whatever, or purchase them with either money or in-game currency. So that part kind of, yeah, that part kind of sucks. I got to make money somewhere, though. Yeah, I mean, it is a free-to-play game. But it's, it's different. I won't say it's like the greatest shooter I've ever played, but it's it's fun. Um, if you got a good team that works really well together, it's really easy to to really roll face. There's a guy that's basically a ninja. He can turn invisible, has a big sword, doesn't really shoot people, especially because fine. he has a short a sword. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, not it, a gun blade. Yeah, yeah, it's not a gun blade. <laughs> Though I wish it was sometimes. 
But yeah, that's really all I've really done. Well, somebody better have done something because we still got 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, we, we can actually roll into a little bit of news here. You know what? Something I could talk about real quick. Uh, Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, that here Kickstarter. we go. Yeah, here, here we, we go. go. Um, well, it's been almost, what, two years? Close. Has it been that long? It might have been. Maybe in a, maybe a year and a half. Keiji Inafune, the guy who created Mega Man and, um, well, Mega, Mega Man. Man. <laughs> um, and Mega Man Legends. Yeah. He, uh, he, they, he, wanted, he tried to kickstart. Uh, a game that was like a um, spiritual kind of like successor successor to Mega Man, to Mega Man called Mighty Number no. Nine. It's almost a Mega Man ripoff. It it really kind of is. Although you can't really call. It, well, he didn't actually create Mega Man as much as he was really important in the creation of it. But... Right. Yeah. But anyway, he um, he kickstarted this pro- this uh, game and it did phenomenally well. I mean, everyone backed it. Shoot, I backed it. Yeah, it was I... it was one of the better, the highest. It probably was the highest at the time. At yeah. the time, now it's been beaten by either Shinmu or that Castlevania one. Yeah, I think it. Was, I think Shinmu is like. Oh, it's way up been there. it's been killing the Kickstarter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they've been slowly trickling out, you know, updates here and there. This, you know, this and that about you know, uh, character design and level design, and you know, we look at us, we keep working on this stuff. Well, Developer diaries. Yeah, basically, and it was supposed to be released. September something at 18th Some, something I think. like that yeah well uh I received a backer notice the other day uh saying that the game has been pushed back again because it's been pushed back before to first quarter 2016 which uh quarter about how far does that go is that like the first uh first three, four months first first four yeah. months so somewhere along there that's a lot <laughs> yeah that's a big pushback and they said it was because of bugs but that's a lot that's a long time to bust bugs. Yeah, that's got to be a one huge bug. And I heard it's not even with the core, if if what they said is to be believed. Uh, the bug isn't even in the core gameplay. It's in their online, like, multiplayer online. Why does it even have online multiplayer? Who I don't know. That? Someone did. Stretch apparently. goal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all about, you know, do, making what's important for your game and not getting too many extraneous stretch goals that nobody really wants yeah and i i'm just i'm just so been out of shape about this you know because we well, yeah, it affects you personally yeah. yeah it just keeps they just keep pushing it back further and further and you know the the gameplay like demos that i've seen online don't quite look like the concept art it's not as polished as the backers were originally led to believe it, it just, would be it just doesn't look that good it doesn't to be brutally honest it doesn't look that good and they've and fune has been doing some weird stuff with kickstarter kickstarter lately because he had that other game that he was going to out of the out of nowhere tried to kickstart a second game while yeah. the first game he had done wasn't even out yet called red ash i and forget if we talked about that on the show or we, not we, we, may, we have, may have mentioned it yeah yeah but it was like a Mega Man Legends style game, basically. And uh, two weeks into that Kickstarter, it was um, picked up by a publisher, was which this... I guess he had been working, trying to get well before the Kickstarter. So what was the point? What was the point of the Kickstarter? Money. <laughs> Money or to get maybe get the news out there or the name out there you know yeah oh yeah because if you've got this Kickstarter running that has all this money you can take that to the publisher and say look you know you guaranteed at least this much yeah true but shouldn't you wait until your first game is done oh well, yeah if your first or... game stinks then yeah. no <laughs> eh, true I don't know it's 
And that, it is a little that weird. Publisher that picked it up, that Chinese company is like Fuse Entertainment or something. They mm. are real shady and weird. Yeah. If you go to their website, it looks like they're making a new game console, and there's a bunch of pictures of other consoles, like and stuff about them being bad. Like it, but this game is supposed to be on those consoles. So I don't, what yeah. is going on? I do not know. It's just it's really soured me. When Kickstarter was first a thing. I was huge into it, you know, I kickstarted this and that, you know, because it was it was great. But I've really soured on the whole model for like funding things. You know, I've I kickstarted a bunch of stuff and I've yet to see like hardly any of the any of the stuff. stuff. Yeah. Any of the product. Yeah, I mean, this game haven't seen Manos the Hands of Fate the Restoration. The they they found a, an old film reel and they were restoring it. That's been a couple of years. Still not out yet. Although, uh, October, they say, that was picked up by Synapse um, Film Distributors and uh, October. So, at least something like that will come eventually. But, like, and then that uh, Super Retro Squad Oh, you game, just got, oh, I got ripped off. Everybody got ripped luckily, off Luckily, I only one. put five bucks into it. So, I didn't get ripped off that bad. But everyone who backed that one, short, long story short on that one, a guy tried to make a game. Uh, he, had, he made a Flash game. It was really popular. Really popular. Mario crossover. A lot of fun. Spent a lot of time playing it. He wanted to make a game that he could make money off of using the engine that he built for Super Mario crossover as a kind of a homage to classic games. Um, made all this money, hired a team. They all moved into the same apartment and frittered away all the money and didn't work on the game. And they had to cancel the game and nobody got anything. Yeah. Although he is working on uh, something very similar now. He's actually um, given all of his assets to another developer and said that uh anyone who purchased the game prior will get this when it's done so the guys the main guy's not even involved in it anymore Uh, that's better which is probably it's probably for the best but yeah man kickstarter i'm just real and this especially this mighty number nine thing i the idea mm. behind kickstarter i think is good yeah it's a great idea initially initially but now it feels like people are maybe abusing it, and it's and I think it's souring the collective opinion of like Kickstarter. It's like did did you wonder why big publishers didn't give these people money? Now you know why. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's like I've I've seen a lot of things with the Kickstarter. You know, the Mighty Number no. Nine thing, oh, yeah. the the the, the Manos Hate of Hannah Fate stuff. There's a there's one guy there's one company out there on Kickstarter. Um, it's kind of a weird story. They um, they make wooden uh, dice towers. Okay. And they already have their product, and you can buy their product. But the whole point of their Kickstarter was not to make the product, but to expand the product with different uh, woods and all kinds of things. It's very like expensive yeah, artisan did, stuff. They just need some capital. Yeah, basically. Um, and you know, that's okay, yeah. as long as they release their well, they product d- and in they a do timely fashion and they do um i've read a lot of stories where people who put in the money the and it, like i said it is expensive i mean they're handmade and carved and hmm. really pretty um but a little rich for my blood um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's companies like that using it to expand their existing product versus trying to make a new product which i think is maybe easier because you're already you're already established in what you're doing versus yeah. trying to make something from the ground up. Right. And, you know, stuff like um, uh, web comics or comic books on Kickstarter, 
works because I've seen a lot of them where like again, like you said with the dice towers, the product was already made. It was yeah, really they just, just want to put it in a book or something. Yeah, well they just want to um, get the money to print like the the art is already done the story's done they just want to print the books or like they want to re- they've printed the books they just want to recoup their losses yeah something that's already done it can be shipped yeah. like out almost immediately yeah that works. I, I, I've noticed a lot of web comics and stuff have, have gone to a printed printed media yeah well Chris Straub who does Brood Hollow most recently he's been using Kickstarter for every uh, volume of the yeah, book every time he finishes a, a volume he makes a book through Kickstarter yeah and it always works out great. I mean, I haven't picked up any personally, but... Brood Hollow is one of those. I read it a lot at the beginning, and I keep meaning to sit down and catch up, but I never do. It's kind of in a holding pattern at the moment. I don't know. Apparently, he's been dealing with a lot of depression lately, so... Mm. I've noticed that a lot with various web web artists. Like yeah, a, I mean, it happens. Especially well, no, with yeah. cre- creative people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't ever judge anybody's battle because you can't see it. Yeah. How do we go from Kickstarter to depression? Man, I don't know. I think we're I think <laughs> the, we're heading in a downward spiral. The thing spiral. with the game developer Kickstarters though is like making games takes a long time, especially if you've got nothing to show for it from the beginning. If you're yeah. working off off of uh, concept art, yeah, <laughs> the game development is really really takes really really long and it's really really hard. <laughs> but I mean, someone like Inafune should know. He should have known that it was going to take this long. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, it's not his first rodeo. Yeah. It's far from it. Yeah. How many Mega Man games are there? Oh, 12? No. 11? No, 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 no. Let's see here. Uh, I'm just talking about the core. Oh, okay. Which, why didn't he just make an 8-bit? Why didn't he just make an 8-bit uh, throwback game? If people would have loved that. Yeah, he could have just did that. It would have already been done. It would have been good. It'd you be know. out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Shovel Knight. Yeah. Which is great. There you go. If you want a new, you know, Mega Man style game, just get Shovel Knight. You know, Shovel Knight was one of the few Kickstarter games. I didn't back it when it came out, but it was one of the few that have really kind of worked. Yeah. Right? And that it's was, super popular. Yeah, that was probably my game of the year last year was Shovel Knight, which is really saying something for an 8-bit, uh, you know, indie game like that. Or it just says how bad video games were last year. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of A and a little bit of B. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've also noticed a lot more people are playing indie games. More people are bending that way. They're more widely available. I mean, True. Yeah. With, like, uh, the digital storefronts on major consoles. Yeah. Where, I mean, back in the Super Nintendo days, I mean, if you were an indie game, you would have to spend the money to print a cart and because you couldn't just, you know, bloop, 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 and download it to your system. No, yeah. You probably made a weird PC game. It's all you really could do. Yeah, and at the and back then, I mean, PC games weren't as prevalent as they are today. With like well, Steam also and back stuff. then, computers were extremely expensive. Well, that too. I mean, the technology. Well, indie games used to be something that you gave away for free too. Yeah. Yeah. True. Because I used to do that article series. Hey, you should play this. That spotlighted a free indie game, and now I can't do it anymore because no indie games are free. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Very few. Yeah. But anyway, this um, Kickstarter thing, I'm just, uh, I'm burnt. I'm burnt out. I, I'm not going to back anything anymore yeah, for, gotta, for, the, for the time being. you got to be really careful about yeah. what you're backing anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. and that's the, that's the pitfall with Kickstarter, because if it doesn't happen, you don't get your yeah. money back. Don't yeah. think of it as buying a product. Think of it as investing in a company. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's like well, Shark Tank on the internet. Yeah. But with Inafune's, what, what is this company's name? It's like Com- Comcept or Com- something. Comcept. 
it seemed like a legit yeah oh yeah deal. there's no he's got no excuse for this no you hear that mr fune fune san <laughs> no excuses you have dishonored your fans <laughs> you have failed this internet <laughs> all right let's take a break 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's Gourmet Cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes, 1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586, and also on Facebook.
thinking about is Danny DeVito and Always Sunny about his ham. rum ham. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're back. You're listening to Nerd Overload. That was Three Doors Down Kryptonite. We've been talking about a ham. For, I'm hungry. Yeah, I could eat. I can eat a whole bunch of ham. <laughs> just a just a pound of it. <laughs> I'm just imagine just eating like a whole ham. I think a whole ham. Oh, I picture like an apple. Like you're just yeah, shining yeah. on your shirt. <laughs> Take a big mouthful of ham. <laughs> big hot mouthful of ham. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, believe it or not, we do have some news to talk about here. Not um, ham related. Not, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of news come out about uh, the Batman Superman movie. Again, what? as usual. We are talking about Batman Superman movie. Yeah. Take a drink. <laughs> We're talking about Batman Superman. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into Ghostbusters after this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, um, when they were doing some early filming, there was an actor named Scoot McNeary who was found on set. And he was wearing like green like... Uh, shoes and like leggings that looked like um, green screen and everyone was wondering who the heck is this actor portraying um, some thought it was the flash and that they were going to CG his like running legs and yeah. something like that I had the theory that it was Jimmy Olsen and that the reason why he had green screen on his legs is that he had an accident during the climax of Man of Steel which caused him to lose his legs which we did talk about. We did talk about. Ago. If you remember, go back yeah. in our. I don't know the episode, but go back. We did talk about it. And guess what? Guess who was right? Sam. Me. This guy. This guy was right. Right here. I'm pointing to myself. Uh, Scoop and Mary <laughs> is playing Jimmy Olsen, the legless wonder, Superman best pal in Batman versus Superman. Here's where a banner comes down that says "Called it," and then balloons <laughs> fall from exactly. the ceiling. Exactly. But uh, what do you think about this? I mean, it's Superman's best pal, best buddy, who is now super sad and depressed and and crippled because of the direct actions of Superman. Yeah, Superman's best pal who loses his legs because Superman. It's a gamble. It's really rocking the boat of uh, trying that not canon, but um, continuity. No. 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 Just convention. convention. Yeah, it's bucking convention. Yeah. That's a nice way of saying that it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in every interpretation of Superman, there's always Jimmy Olsen, Superman's biggest fan and best buddy. All the time. Superman can never do any wrong. Except for those weird times where Jimmy Olsen killed Clark Kent and stuff like that. But not really. It's it, Man, it'd be weird because I really see Jimmy Olsen losing his legs being extremely salty about this super alien. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how is he going to be his best pal when, you know... He hates his guts. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is just another example of uh, the DC movies making things dark and gritty for the sake of being dark and gritty. Yeah. Yeah. To give the veneer of maturity. And it's not mature. It's just dumb. They could do it with a character who wasn't Jimmy Olsen. Well, like, Jimmy Olsen is a chance for us comic relief kind of character like there could be a funny excited guy with superman that... but you're not allowed in the, yeah, in the new, no, new dc no we got to take his legs away <laughs> and does anyone remember in man of steel that uh this just dawned on me that in man of steel um perry white Lawrence fishburne's yeah. assistant was jenny olsen i was under the impression that they are originally going to gender swap jimmy oh. And okay. this and his assistant had like a not insignificant part during the destruction. She like saved a bunch of people's lives during it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that that was going to be our version. This movie, uh, this uh, movie lines version of Jimmy Olsen, and I was cool with that. But instead, no, no, we're getting it. Jimmy. Gets retconned. We get Jimmy No Legs. 
I just, ah, I don't, I don't Unless, like it. Like their brother and sister, and both work at the Daily Planet. Yeah. And <laughs> the only way we can spin this around is if Lex Luthor gives Jimmy Olsen some sort of crazy growth hormone, like based on turtles, mm. that grow grow his legs back, but also turn him into the Golden Age or the Silver Age uh, Jimmy Olsen, a giant turtle boy. Giant turtle boy. Have you ever seen Giant Turtle Boy? No. Oh man, you are in for a treat. That is Giant Turtle Boy. Oh wow. Oh, Giant Turtle Man, I'm turtle. sorry. No, he's a man. Yeah. He's not a boy, he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> he could sign up for his own subscription. Yeah. He's Jimmy Olsen, Turtle Man. <laughs> ah. He's a scaly, red-headed boy. Yeah, it's like a big turtle guy with, like, a human face, or yeah. human head, and, or, j- like, weird bug eyes. And surprisingly, no shell. Yeah, for being a turtle. Yeah. It's more like Lizard Man. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Marvel's got that. Marvel's got that one pegged. <laughs> but no, just ah, just another reason why I, I really just don't. I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling Batman versus Superman. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'll go see it opening weekend. As we always say, we, we will always watch say, it. But so say but we it, all. But it looks like a pile of hot garbage. Mm-hmm. And nothing, nothing seems to be. Ch- Seriously, the only positive thing I've seen come out of any of this is I like the way Batman looks. Yeah. What we'll get out of this is a good Batman movie because Possibly. I mean, Affleck is going to direct a Batman movie starring Affleck, and I mean he's a good director, especially when he's directing himself. Yeah. Look at Argo. <laughs> I never saw it. Argo, you need to watch Argo. It is actually really good, hmm. and ties to comic books because the uh, original the original story, um, the pictures like the the pre production pictures that they used to make the fake movie, were uh, Jack Kirby drawings for a proposed movie set for like the book series the lords of light okay. that was eventually the movie sets weren't going to be torn down they were going to be converted into an amusement park after the filming was done oh. and he did and jack kirby did all of these like really cool like super spacey like well kirby yard yeah. basically looks like the the new gods from dc or, yeah. uh, or asgard from marvel and uh they used those um production images and stuff as the fake movie argo okay yeah it's really interesting, and there's a cameo by a guy. They never name him in the movie, but he's supposed to be Jack Kirby. Okay. Yeah. I just I just don't get the appeal of Superman v. Batman at this point at all. It doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. For me, uh, I, I think know. it's more the... I'm, I don't want to see it because I think it'll be good or, or, or I'll enjoy it. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just... I'm confused and want answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, maybe that's what they're going for. You know, maybe they want people confused Who, enough that they'll have to go out of go to the movie opening weekend out of curiosity, like we've said we will. Yeah, yeah. like I, I want somebody to explain to me the appeal without using the word badass. Yeah, or Batman. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that on the radio, but that that's the word that I don't want to see if you explain to me. <laughs> Yeah, I get it, yeah. I'm, and I'm in the same boat. I agree. Because everybody who's ever said they they liked it, that's the reason why. Yeah, it, it looks so awesome. Yeah, and it, I it doesn't. I don't Maybe know. we're just if too you, jaded. If you really like gray and black I and like dreariness, in, I like working blacks and light grays. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, you, you that's know, the, gray and black. That's great for a Batman movie, Batman solo movie. Yeah, you know, at this point, we're kind of repeating ourselves you True. know but yeah it's something we've said a million times yeah batman's are my news meh meh nah. but you know what is looking good deadpool 
chimichangas for everyone. Oh, uh, it looks so good. Yeah, that, it looks really good. Yep, they re- they released uh, two trailers <laughs> this week. A uh, trailer to announce the trailer, and then the next day, like the full two and a half minutes. A uh, green band and a red band. Okay, I've never seen the green band. I've just, Don't I've watch seen... the green band. It's like, it's basically the neutered version of the red band. Yeah. It looks great. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. It just, it It looks looks like a Deadpool movie. It looks like the character. uh, It sounds like the character. Um, Some people were complaining it's maybe a little too serious at points. I don't, I don't think that's the case. They can't, they can't have just bouncing off the walls crazy. I think that was just for the trailer too. Well, what I think it is, is I think um, they want to kind of like trick you with this whole thing of oh he's kind of serious oh he's dying of cancer and he's given this this new lease on life by by weapon x but i think it's going to be just like this little thing and then it's going to be just craziness ensues for like the rest of the movie yeah they gotta ground the first five minutes and then after that it's gonna yeah get the origin in there he has cancer yeah (laughs) but uh it, it looks great um, I was surprised. I didn't realize that they had cast uh, someone to play Blind Al. From I uh, didn't either. That, I was like, Joe what? Kelly run. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, Blind Al, Colossus, Weasel, uh, Negasonic, Teenage, Negasonic War. Teenage Warhead. Yeah, <laughs> the psycho, uh, telepathic. Yeah, yeah, telepathic. Gina Carano's in there. Yeah. Oh, she's playing. Um, she's another. She's another mutant. She can change. She can shapeshift like like Mystique. And in the comics, she was blue her and Deadpool were a thing. She that was like a prostitute. Sounds like dead. That sounds God like Mystique. Dang it. It's not <laughs> Mystique though. It's Let someone else. It Speaking of lady MMA fighters, did you know that Ronda Rousey is like a huge nerd? Yeah. I watched, um, I have heard about that. Yeah. I watched uh, a clip of her on some, on one of the wrestling events with the rock and some woman in the ring slaps the rock and he goes out into the crowd and R- Ronda Rousey is sitting out there and he, he's like, come on. And she's wearing a freaking Dragon Ball Z t-shirt. Yeah. It says over yeah. 9,000. <laughs> There's an inner, like a, a red carpet interview with her where she talks about Pokemon for like five minutes. Yeah. And, and like knows her stuff. Yeah. It's crazy because she's also a freaking monster. Oh yeah. She is. Yeah. Uh, beating uh, that poor woman in 34 seconds. Oh, yeah. She mm-hmm. just brutalizes her. It's insane. Yeah. She apparently also plays World of Warcraft, too, which is something we will talk about later. We'll talk about it. It probably fuels that yeah. rage. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I found out who you're talking about. It's not Gina Carano playing that. Oh, okay. It's uh, Monica Beckerin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was in Firefly. Yes. Uh, plays a character named Copycat. Yes. Uh, Gina Carano plays a character named Angel Dust, who I think is able to influence um, emotions. Yes. Like, okay. Generates like mutant drug power or something like that. But it, the Deadpool, Deadpool trailer seems on point. It does. It's so on point. It's terrifying. Yeah. The fact that possibly the greatest comic book movie we've ever seen is going to come from Fox. <laughs> yeah. They're We're- almost as bad as DC. Which is, which, yeah, which is ex- incredibly surprising given that the most recent uh, Fantastic Four movie, from what I hear, is not very good. No, all, report, all reports are pointing to crap. Yeah. And even crappier than expected crap. It looked like crap. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say crap one more time? Crap. crap. Crappity crap. But, but uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. But no Deadpool. But Deadpool, though. Oh. Yeah. And I love the fact they're using the technology to emote his mask. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look completely hokey. <laughs> don't I mean, make the super suit green 
or animated. Or animated. Yeah, that was good. Oh, you're leaving? You're going to leave me with the less angry Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, it, it just looks really good. And um, like the, the prosthetic on Ryan Reynolds for like the under the mask yeah. look. That's really good as well. I've heard uh, some people say they wanted to look more messed up. Yeah, I don't think he looked messed up enough. He's about as messed up as he's going to look because it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I understand why it's I not. Mean, I, I think it could have been grosser, but yeah, but they're not going to do that because it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Colossus yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, I was surprised to see him, and it was really cool. I like different Colossus. actor. Complete. Uh, his he's completely CG. Well, I'm sure there's still an actor wearing a suit. And then he around. probably won't be CG in every scene. No, right? No, but he looks like Colossus. Yeah, it was really cool. Also, the fact that it is a superhero movie and it is a quote-unquote Marvel superhero movie, do not take your kids to this movie. Yeah, this is a hard R. This yeah. is, I yeah. mean, there are F-bombs and all kinds of things and things you do not want your child to see and or hear. Yeah, unless you want to desensitize them early. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not a parent. I mean, yeah, you know. True. Get them in there early. Get them. Um, have a lot of uh, fun conversations on the way home from the movie. <laughs> What does this mean? Uh, it's like when Austin Powers came out, and I heard a, a kid in the store once ask what their mother, what Randy meant. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a name of a person. <laughs> you know, Stan's dad. Yeah. From South Park. <laughs> but no, uh, Deadpool it looks too perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm getting, I'm excited, but I'm also a little, I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah, it looks. Yeah, it almost looks too good. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Perfect! Oh, that was perfect! And we're out. It looks like I wrote "vandal sausage." <laughs> nice. I'd buy it. <laughs> vandal savage's new vandal sausage. <laughs> They're timeless. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Vandal? Let, let's the, go ahead and talk about it. What was the it? news fine. about Vandal Savage? I don't even remember. Um, they cat. There's uh, they some casting him. news for the CW um, Flash of and Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah, they cast a Vandal Savage. Uh, give me two seconds to pull up the guy's name. Oh, because it was weird. Casper McGhost. <laughs> Swap Benwalla. It was something like that. Ba- bagel B- McBite. McBite. <laughs> Pete's a roll. <laughs> Hot dogsman. Hot dogsman. Uh, there he is. Casper Crump. That's what Casper it was. Casper Crump. Yeah. Because we said it sounded like a Harry Potter character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the Ministry of Magic's own Casper Crump. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I don't know. He looks like looks like him. I guess. But anyone could really look like Vandal Savage as long as you grow a beard. Yeah, I know. Kind of want them to put like a forehead prosthetic on there, so he still looks kind of more caveman-y. That would be cool. Yeah, because for you, for you people who don't know who Vandal Savage is, um, he is essentially an immortal caveman from the dawn of time who has lived through the entire length of the of Earth, and is uh, a maniacal. Dick. But, but but he's smarter than a caveman. Oh no, he's no, no. like yeah. he's. Yeah. He's he's the caveman from that Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode where uh, Frylock accidentally sends that computer back in time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. He's unfrozen caveman dictator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but along with him, they also cast uh, um, a Kid Flash, a Wally West for the uh, season two season of Flash. two of Flash, and it's an actor named 
uh, Keenan Lonsdale. Keenan <laughs> no, Thompson. <laughs> no, it's not Keenan Thompson. Who loves orange soda? Flash loves orange soda. <laughs> uh, but no, um, this guy is from the movie Insurgent. Never saw it. Yeah. I Which, see, I mean... I didn't it, see it, Divergent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're popular. I'm sure somebody will recognize him. Yeah. I always thought it was just a Hunger Games knockoff. It kind of is. Most <laughs> are. From what I understand. And granted, Hunger Games knocks off Battle Royale, so... Yeah. Yeah. I like Hunger Games. I've really enjoyed all of the movies so far. Yeah. I think they... Nobody agrees with me on this, but I think they just keep getting better. <laughs> and the books just kept getting worse. That's what I hear. I only read the first book, so... Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, Kid Flash. Kid Flash. He looks like the new 52 version of Kid Flash. They, um, he, they change his um, uh, race from um, white to African-American, which is fine. I oh, mean, yeah. they did that with Iris West mm-hmm. in the show. and the, She's supposed to be his nephew. She, yeah, this, he's supposed to be her nephew. Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I kind of fine with it. I'm I'm wondering if they'll actually get to see him flash out. I'm sure. Well, they're not just going to cast the character and True. not do anything with it. Think they'll use that costume though? That, probably that not. It'll probably be and... no. If they do anything, it'll probably be closer to the um, the yellow red one. Yellow and red one. Which I mean, they could explain that the um, uh, reverse flash's power was in his suit. True. Oh, and this yeah. guy takes and modifies the reverse flash's suit from season one, and that's why it's yellow. But he disappeared. He Marty McFly'd it. Well, it's comic books. <laughs> Who cares? They'll find a loophole. <laughs> they will. N- nature finds a way. Yep. <laughs> well, but no, go- I'm fine with it. Oh, I am too. I'm yeah. It's gonna be fine. I mean, more first- more awesome characters than the Flash. I'm for it. Someday I'll have to watch the Flash. You will have to watch it. It's actually it's really good. It's a lot better than Arrow. Well, going from a Flash that is announced to a Flash that might be uh, dying a slow, <laughs> slow, painful death. Um, the Flash that won't work with your iPhone. Yeah. Adobe uh, Flash. Adobe Flash is on its way out, from what I hear. And um, if you use Firefox and have been to any have been to any website with Flash on it, it'll automatic it automatically deactivates it. Yeah. You have to change the settings to get it to work again. Huh. Yeah, and it was. Um, I don't know how you guys found out about it, but I know um, for me it was the Homestar Runner cartoon that they did. That's how I heard about it. (laughs) Which is kind of scary because, like, their entire website is all run on Flash. Yeah. You know? So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to lose, like, all All that history. All that history. I mean, that was my high school, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was was all our high schools, basically, watching that. I mean, we used to sit at the comic book shop and watch Strombat emails on DVD. Oh, yeah. That was great. <laughs> oh, I've noticed Homestar Runner is the only Flash cartoon from that time that holds up. It's yeah. It's still really, really funny. It is. Even the old ones. And almost anything else that you liked back in the day, if you look it up now, you'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> this, is, this is either annoying or stupid. Yeah. Or both. Oh, yeah. Do you remember uh, Three Brain? No. Joe Did- Cartoon. I remember the frog in the blender. Frog in the blender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the okay. Yeah, those are stupid. But uh, Three Brain was like, did songs like a s- school bus was one. Okay. Uh, we. No, nobody I, remembers yeah, that. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, those are those are just unlistenable, unlisten toable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they violate my, my ear sanctity. Yeah. I remember that one. What was it? Like gopher or beaver where it was just like they would repeat, you know. Something about mushroom, mushroom. No, that's Mr. Oh, Weevil. They, no, that's, that's Badger, Badger. Yeah, Badger, 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 Badger. Badger. I knew it was some woodland creature like that. Mushroom. I still like those. Snake. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I love. Yeah, Weevil, yeah Weevil stuff is pretty good. Uh, I don't know. 
I was never a big Weeble guy, but... Weeble Wobbles, they don't fall down. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Flash is going away. And I mean, Cody, I know you do a lot with Flash. Yeah, yeah. So... I All my my game making is... it Well, I don't have to use Flash for that, but it's the easiest way to... used to be the easiest way to get your stuff out there was through Flash, and I guess now I'll have to learn HTML5. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Everybody has to learn HTML5 now, I guess. Oh, man. Newgrounds.com is going to burn to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of... It's their thing. It yeah. is. But people have been saying that Flash is dying for... Well, since the iPhone didn't support it, and it's still here. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it... Maybe it'll become less prolific, but I don't think it's going to die. I mean, it's one of those it's one of those updates that always pops up on my computer. <laughs> if Adobe would just fix all the security holes it has, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Right. I don't understand why they don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's Adobe. Yeah. yeah. Do you see uh, some of these older cartoons being moved over to, like, YouTube or something yeah, like most that? most of them are on there now anyway. Yeah. Even if the creators didn't do it, somebody, <laughs> yeah. you know. Somebody has. Yeah. yeah. Most of the, the Homestar Runner Ovier is on YouTube. Yeah. By them or somebody else. Right. I, not a whole lot of the uh, Strong Bad emails are, though. By by them, at least. Yeah, yeah but a lot of the, stream, a lot of the Strong Bad emails had, like, little interactive thingies in there. Yeah, and they can't do that on YouTube. Yeah. Well, no. Well, they can, but it sucks. Yeah, because it, they got to upload a separate video, and there has to be a hidden link within the thing to click on And they can't it. really hide them all that well, because that big annotation shows up. Yeah. Or just tack them onto the end. That's what they did with the, uh, the DVDs. Yeah. Mm. And that's what they do on YouTube. Because yeah. every time they've released something recently, it's been on YouTube as well as their website. Right. I think they recognize the fact that people live on YouTube versus searching out the actual sites. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, a touchstone of the internet culture. I don't, I don't think it's going to die. I think maybe I, it's, it's just going to be less prolific. Yeah. Now, if um, the Windows 10... Um, update if their new uh, browser doesn't support flash then that might be another i think it does oh it does okay i'm I, not 100 percent sure i tried to I... open that new browser i i don't like it what is it called like edge the edge yeah the edge microsoft it's edge microsoft and you two present <laughs> the edge you open up the browser and it says hello hello hola <laughs> you ought you to you're my you're Windows Media Player automatically has the YouTube album on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime it opens, it gives you a countdown from 1, 2 to 14. <laughs> Every time you click, a child dies. <laughs> Stop clicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're all kinds of highbrow jokes today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of things that just won't die, Blizzard Activision announced a few... Uh... Yeah, like... 20 minutes ago 20 as minutes of ago, recording this. As of yeah. 20 minutes ago, their new expansion for the massively multiplayer, massively popular... Fastly losing subscribers. <laughs> they lost like a million they like, still last have a, year. They still have a ton, though. Yeah. Anyway, World of Warcraft announced their, their new expansion called World of Warcraft legion they're or that's really, boring yeah they're really running out of ideas over there if they're yeah just i mean they're going legion. to they're 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 going back to their one word titles as mm. far as their expansions go and i know you guys aren't real big water workout people i it was it was a big chunk of my life for a long time and i tell you it seems like a rehash of old ideas 
I mean, story-wise, the Burning Legion, an army of intergalactic demons that rage across the universe, uh, are invading the world again. For a second time. I always forget that Warcraft is like space stuff. Some of it, because yeah. it's it's at the outside, it looks very much like you know. Oh, it is a it is definitely fantasy a fantasy, stuff, but there are like space travel. Yeah, yeah the the one uh, who are the blue demon people. Uh, the Draenei. They're from space. I love them. They're my favorite race. <laughs> They're yep. so cool looking. <laughs> yep, they come from they come from Draenor, which was the homeworld of the orcs. Technically, the orcs are aliens, and the when the, and the orcs made a deal with the Burning Legion. And built the Dark Portal and invaded Azeroth, the fantasy-esque Renaissance Fair world of humans. And that's how the original game starts. I'm sorry, I zoned out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's it just seems like they're rehashing old ideas. The demons are invading again. Woohoo. I mean, they're raising the level cap from 100 to 110. Oh boy, had, ten more levels. Had ten whole levels. Well, I'll tell you, those ten levels—they're—they're—they're they're, they're rough to get through with the high at the high level point. Oh, somebody will do it the day it comes out. I'm oh yeah, sure. it always—it always happens. It's generally it's a kid in another country. Yeah. I remember. I think it was when Wrath of the Lich King came out, and that was when I was still real hard and in, hard into playing it, like religiously. Uh, but uh, somebody, I think a, a kid in France had to be hospitalized. Oh my god. Wow. For trying to be the 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 first person to reach the the level cap. Did he make it? Yeah, but then he was hospitalized. <laughs> then it was totally worth it. <laughs> I mean, when you first get in there, there's like in your playing, there's all these world first achievements and stuff that pops up for everyone. But um, he's got wowitis. <laughs> <laughs> got him on an IV of Mountain Dew. <laughs> anyway, let's see. One, We're teaching uh, him to use the toilet again. <laughs> it's a healing process. Wow. At one ten level cap, they're show, they're releasing a new class, which would be the first time they've done that in the last couple of exp- Well, no. Yeah, I can't believe they've done so many expansions without new classes. That's usually the first thing you do when you do an expansion pack. Is yeah, like, there's no new race. It's a new class. Demon Hunter, mm. which in the lore, the big famous Demon Hunter was Illidan Stormrage, who was a the end game boss in the first expansion of uh, the the Burning Crusade. Because they're rehashing the Burning exactly. Crusade. Exactly. What does it, the Demon Hunter do though? Do they have like arrows? Or... No, he's got a. They're blind. Huh. They're blind. And... So when you play, the screen's completely <laughs> black. Yep. No, I, th- I think it's like Daredevil. You get little, so it's red. You get pink. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you uh, it's you got these weird arm glaives, like Aww. big blades on your hands. So that's different from like a fighter how? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they might be tapping into the later lore where Illidan um, made a deal with demons to get demon power to be able to fight demons better. Kind of like a blade vampire who fights vampires kind of oh. thing. There's that. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff I didn't quite understand in the trailer, like class order build or orders or whatever so basically you go to a building and hang out with a bunch of other fighters mages, paladins yeah stuff like that it's like okay it's great. like if you're a plumber and you had a, a plumber's place association to go, yeah to talk to other plumbers <laughs> um, it's a union it's a, it's it's a, a union, union hall. Yeah. it's a union hall <laughs> nice no no rogue you local you 104 yeah rogues local 104 <laughs> nice i got real burned i didn't i haven't played any of the last expansion 
Yeah, I, last time I played World of Warcraft was pre-Cataclysm. So Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, and I don't even think I had that expansion. <laughs> I have not played the Warlords of Draenor, where they basically use the time travel story arc to f- stop the orcs from making deals with demons. Morty! <laughs> Marty, we gotta go back in time. We gotta go back to the future of the orcs. <laughs> Morty. And then I, uh, the last expansion I played was Mist of Pandaria, which was the the Kung Fu Panda expansion, as they call it, even <laughs> though they were in the lore long before Kung Fu Panda. Like as a joke, though, weren't they kind of a joke character before? Not really, because uh-huh. there, there was in the in the original in Warcraft Three, the last strategy game for Warcraft that Blizzard made. Probably the last strategy game they'll make. No, they no. They, well, Warcraft, Starcraft, game. the Starcraft stuff. Uh, there was a character named Chen Chen Stormstout who was a Pandarian brewmaster, and he was a kung fu master who liked to make beer and drink it. I mean, it was two seconds in the game. Uh, <laughs> kind of a joke. <laughs> sort of. He wasn't really that funny of a character. He was uh. more interesting than anything. But yeah, I mean, and then Miss Pandaria, you got to see the the panda homeland in the middle of the ocean. Anyway, anyway, this they is... made us. I wish they'd make a StarCraft MMO. I'd play that. They they talked about it like a long time ago. I I like space stuff. They were than, they were they were gonna fantasy stuff. They were gonna mm-hmm. call it like like I don't know I don't know if it was gonna be like the the stars of StarCraft or something like that. But well, it was it was they were supposed to. They should have. There were a bunch of games they were supposed to make that never got made. Yeah, like StarCraft Ghosts. Or that adventure Warcraft adventure game. I don't remember hearing about that. Oh yeah, there was a there was a Warcraft point and click adventure game that they were making that they never oh, finished. Oh yes, now I remember. Yeah, that one that was an old one. Yeah. That was. Um, I think it was, it was just based on a, Warcraft it was based adventures. On a, it was yeah. They were going to make it, and then it eventually when it got scrapped, they printed it in a book as a novel, which I have that novel. <laughs> anyway, World of Warcraft expansion, eh, same old crap. It's, if you're into it, you're going to be real excited. If you don't care, you're still not going to care. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like it. I mean, I'm, I've am i been burned out. I like Blizzard. They're a good company. They've made some great games over the years. Yeah, I, I love Blizzard too, but I don't give a crap about Warcraft anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, it consumed much of my life, and now I've reached the point now where anytime I play it, it's just, it's the same old, and I just get bored so quick. Yeah, you get it's like you get excited, and then you play a while, and all of a sudden it dawns on you, why am I doing this again? <laughs> Every time I hit the level cap. Why am I putting myself through this? <laughs> well, you know, we do appreciate you putting yourself through listening to this show this week. <laughs> Good job. You made it. We're at the end. <laughs> you made it. Uh, again, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you for listening. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can send us tweets at nerd underscore overload or send us an email. Tell me why you think, you know, Batman v Superman is not garbage. Yeah. At staff at nerdoverload.com. Yeah, we want to hear about that. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Cupcakes.